This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. I think it may have been proven in the last 24 hours that Tom Bloom, the general manager of the Red Sox, is an avid Ben and Woods Tier 1 listener. Welcome back. Ben Higgins, Paul Rindle, Stephen Woods now one hour away from the colonoscopy. We checked in with him in hour number one of the program. Got all the gruesome details about his 24 hours of prep. Clear liquids. Dirty Sprite tasting solution that caused him to many, many, many trips to the lose. Well, how many pounds did he say he lost? Like eight, More, over nine seven. Pounds? Yeah, he said he was two thirty seven. He's below two thirty, so two twenty nine. It's not recommended though as like a diet solution. It's not a healthy way to lose <laughs> no, weight. No, At no. least not not regular. Healthy to go in and get your colonoscopy though. That's the message that we want everyone to take away from this. If you're, you're of a certain age, don't put it off. Get it done like Woodsy's getting it done this morning, and then he'll be back tomorrow for a fun Friday as we will uh, wrap up the first week of 2023. But so it was yesterday on this show that we talked about the one-year arbitration-avoiding deal for Rafael Devers, third baseman for the Boston Red Sox, whether they gave him like $17.5 million to avoid arbitration. And what, what did I say, Paul? I said... They clearly are going to have to sign him to a long-term extension, like one of those 10, 11-year, 300-plus mm-hmm. million-dollar deals. Once they've, they've let Xander Bogarts get away, they traded Mookie Betts, they can't, they can't let Rafael Devers get away, too. What are you doing in Boston if you can't keep any of your core star players around? What you get run out of town, I think. Yeah, what right? message <laughs> does that send to your fans? I, I get that Red Sox fans are... Have been pretty loyal over the years. You know, they spent 80 plus years supporting a losing franchise for the most part. Uh, and they've had some success now in the last 20 years. But you let every superstar, every fan favorite walk out the door. That's that's ripe for a revolt from your fan base. Uh, they're all, we're already almost there in Red Sox Nation. They had to keep Rafael Devers. I did not realize that it would happen within three or four <laughs> hours of the end of our show, though, that they would actually agree and sources reporting i don't think it's been officially announced yet but an 11 year 331 million dollar deal for rafael devers and i don't i don't have a problem with that as i said it's it's something the red sox had to do it is now the going rate and he's one of the younger guys in terms of getting a deal he's only is he what 27 i think or 26 now going to be 27 this year, so plenty young. I mean, you can even see him playing out that entire contract and 
and still being a, a good player. He's had twenty six years old. He's had such a, a good start to his career. Um, you know, it's gonna hit you close to three hundred, twenty five, thirty, thirty five home run range. He has been a cornerstone already for the Boston Red Sox, really from day one. I think he homered in his first game and has just been a, a very solid contributor, a superstar level type player for Boston. So that's the going right now. I mean, when Fernando Tatis Jr. signed for 14 years and $330 million, we were all thinking, oh, you know, uh, Uncle Uncle Peter's gone a little bit off the deep end. I'm, <laughs> I'm all here for it. I'm happy right. about it. At least it's my team, and, and they're paying star players. But now you look at that deal and you go, man, that's that's not state-of-the-art at all anymore. We're, we're here two years later, and that is far from state-of-the-art money. Now that's... That's the beginning of the conversation. If you're a cornerstone player, if you're an all you know a, an all star superstar type player, you now can expect, and you're under thirty years old or even thirty or thirty one in the case of a guy like Xander Bogarts, you expect a decade. I get a decade, and I get somewhere north of three hundred million, maybe even getting close to three hundred and fifty. Or four hundred million. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like back in the day, like Alex Rodriguez signed a ten-year, two hundred and fifty million dollar deal. Albert Pujols signed the mega contract with the Angels, and then for a while, I think you started to see players go for the shorter, higher AAV, shorter years, still getting paid. And now, like, really, I think from like the Tatis signing, it seems like. You're seeing these mega 10-plus-year deals all over baseball, it seems like. And, and I just I think that was interesting. I also think we need to talk about how does this uh, relate to Manny Machado. What are the implications that this has? This and, is a guy who I, I think Manny Machado is a better third baseman, and he's making the same amount as Devers just agreed to for the extension. It's 11 years, 331. It's basically 30 million dollars a year and Juan Soto so I, I want to get to that Soto. let me um, let me throw out the phone numbers because we're going to play a throwback Thursday game of real or fake with a chance to win a trip to the win Las Vegas uh, tickets to see a hot comedian as well at the Encore Theater at the win and you don't even need to beat Woods and take on Woods you need no musical trivia knowledge this is simply a random game of real or fake best of seven a chance to qualify but you got to call in now 833 833- Two eight eight zero ninety seven three eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Call us now. We're playing in about four or five minutes, so get on the line. Uh, we'll play our game in just a moment. You, you talked about the Manny Machado. That's the direct comparison because they're both third basemen. Right. And as you said, Manny certainly more proven than Rafael Devers at this point, and he has a chance to opt out of his contract. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Manny's agent, as badly as I want to stay in San Diego. There's you have to you absolutely have to opt out, and you're going to have to get a new deal, and it's going to have to be state of the art, and you're going to be asking for another ten years and another three hundred thirty forty fifty million plus. What I look at though is what it's going to take to sign Juan Soto now, because the talk last year was that Juan Soto could be maybe the first five hundred million dollar player. Now, I almost think that's a foregone conclusion, given his age and what he's done already in his career, that they're probably, and given the the now extended deals trying to spread out these contracts, the AAV, 
you know, keep it under the, the, the luxury tax levels. I mean, I think the starting conversation for Juan Soto, and as scary as this is, probably like 13 to 15 years, 500 to $600 million. I mean, it, it's going to be... I was thinking at least four hundred. I, I think it's even higher now. I think it's given the 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 contracts that have been given out. Like you know, Tatis looks like a steal. Trout doesn't look like it's that much anymore compared to what everyone else is getting. Right. If Juan Soto goes out and has a great season this year, and and is going into his final year of team control, and has an MVP type season, they're going to be looking for half a billion. At least God. that's good. God. I, I mean, I, I can't see it playing out any other way if Juan Soto looks anything like Juan Soto this season. And I'm not saying that's that's bad news. It's good news for the Padres. You know, Peter Seidler seems to be the one owner who's unafraid to to do state of the art deals and to you know spend money and and let the other owners roll their eyes, what what have you. But if you know guys are getting what they're getting now. It's been a while since we've seen like rollbacks in contracts. They only get bigger and bigger in Major League Baseball. And Juan Soto was already angling to set some records as a free agent in two years. This is only going to increase that price tag by another factor, you know, another factor of another hundred million or something uh, from what they were probably thinking about just a just a year or so ago based on what contracts were then and now what they're going to be in a couple well, of years. And we can continue to dive into this throughout the morning. We're talking about how it relates to Padres players. I mean, throughout $500 million minimum for Soto as an estimate. I mean, what is, what is Shohei Otani going to get then? I mean, he's young. Yeah. <laughs> all world at pitching and playing on the field, hitting. I mean, he, he can do it all. What, did that, what the hell does he get? It's going to be nuts. I mean, oh my god, it's going to be fairly crazy. And uh, well, I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm entertained by it, and I have no problem with fun. players earning what they're worth. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. All right, I see we got some callers calling in. Let's get to it. Throwback Thursday. Let's play a game of real or fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. All right, good prize. A chance to qualify for our January grand prize getaway uh, to the win, Las Vegas. A one-night stay plus two tickets to see comedian Sebastian Menescalco at the Encore Theater at Win Las Vegas. Uh, he's got tomorrow and Saturday, and then back in March on the 4th and May on the 27th and 28th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. He's got a Netflix Netflix special out called Is It Me? And uh, 19 sold-out shows last year. So chance to qualify, and all you have to do is separate the real from the fake. we got Toby as our contestant this morning. Hello, Toby. How are you? How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Okay, so the category today in real or fake... Oreo cookies. When I was growing up, Oreos. Oreo cookies came in one flavor, Oreo. It was chocolate with the vanilla, the white cream in the, the middle. classic That's Oreo. It. That's all we had. Then they came out with the double stuff, and then they came out with the golden Oreos. But now they've gone a little bit nuts. I don't know if you've noticed the Oreo aisle at your supermarket, but they've gone a little crazy with the flavor. So today, Toby... I'm going to give you a flavor. You tell me if it's a real 
flavor you can find in an Oreo cookie on store shelves somewhere, or a fake that I've made up to fool you. You got it, Toby? Sounds good. All right. If you can get four out of the seven correct, we'll put you into the grand prize drawing. Round one, real or fake? Buttered popcorn. Real or fake Oreo flavor, Toby? Buttered popcorn, I'm going to go with fake. No, it's real. It's real flavor that you can get. 0 for 1, but that's okay. We've had many comeback victories in real or fake. All right, let's go round two, Toby. Candy corn flavored Oreos. Real or fake? Candy corn, I'm going to go real. Yes! Sounds horrific. That sounds worse than buttered popcorn. I mean, I love Oreos, but I like just the regular. I like the mint as well. But candy corn, not for me, but it does exist out there. Kind of one of those uh, Halloween specialties. One point for Toby. All right, let's go to round number three. Watermelon. Real or fake? Watermelon. Uh, that's got to be... I'm going to go real. It's got to be fake, right? No, it is real. Very, You wow. are absolutely wow, correct. Wow, wow. Watermelon flavored Oreos are a real thing. All right, that's two. You are halfway home. To qualifying for our grand prize here, Toby. All right, let's go to round four. Green tea. Green tea flavored Oreos, real or fake? Uh, um, probably something like in Japan, so real. You know, I would try that one. No, it's fake. They didn't, that's not one of the ones on the list of Oreo flavors. So we're still stuck at two. Still have three chances. you got to get two out of the next three. Let's go with kiwi. Kiwi. Real or fake kiwi. Oreo flavor? Yeah, kiwi. Hmm. Uh, fake. Fake. Very good. All right. That's three. Three correct. And we are Atta now boy, one. Toby. We are one correct answer away from Toby qualifying for our grand prize. Real or fake Oreo flavors? Round number six. Swedish fish flavored Oreos. Real or fake, Toby? I think those are real. I think I got them for my daughter one time. I think they're real. Really? That sounds crazy. But you know what? You are absolutely correct, Toby. Congratulations. Oh, boy. That is four right, and you get to go into the hopper for the grand prize. Stay on the line. Polly going to get all your information. Swedish fish. The last one was going to be cinnamon bun, which was also a real flavor. I had no idea about that one. I would definitely try that. I don't know. I mean, Swedish fish, is it really, really chewy? Like, I I cannot eat Swedish fish because I take one bite and they're the in my teeth. the cream is like the red flavor? Of the filling? Yeah, that's I all I can Swedish imagine. No, I love I take one bite. They're Swedish in my fish. teeth for the rest of the day. I cannot oh, get them out. One of my favorites. I would Gummy go, bears, out yes. of all of those that are real, buttered popcorn, candy corn, watermelon, Swedish fish, cinnamon. I'm starting with cinnamon. I'll try the Swedish fish. Ugh. I guess I would try the watermelon. Mm. You could maybe force Cinnamon me to try bun, buttered fine. popcorn. I'm not doing candy corn. I would do green tea. That was fake. But I would do cinnamon bun. I don't think I'd do buttered popcorn or candy corn. I don't know. I don't think I'd even do watermelon. I yeah, I, I like to stick with the more traditional flavors. All right. So congratulations. Woods will be back tomorrow. We'll bring back Take on Woods on a Friday. Don't Do This is coming up next. College basketball team <laughs> took a technical foul. <laughs> For one of the strangest reasons you are ever going to see. And uh, I'll also keep it in college basketball with um, 
you know, fan, you know, fans still send letters to their favorite players. This is how not to do that <laughs> going forward. That is coming up next with Ben and Woods. We'll be right back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Never let me go. Your troubles and your heart strife. I saw. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. I got a little surprise for you, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't do this. Oh, Listen, if I've if said something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron. Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. It's time for Don't Do This. Don't do this. On 97.3 The Fan. Oh, no, I totally, totally forgot Woods is just glad he's not here for the throwback intro to Don't Do This. <laughs> I We only did it once before we took off for a couple of weeks. And I completely forgot. I'm about that. less bothered just because, in general, I'm less bothered by things than than Woods I've is. Got, I got a little PTSD, but even that it. is a little cringy for me as yeah, well. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, speaking of cringy, uh, was it Jordan who he tweeted in? So I saw this on the list as well. Like one of the worst Oreo flavors, according to people, is cookies and cream flavored <laughs> Oreo, which 
is kind of weird when you think about it. If something is cookies and cream, like if you get cookies and cream ice cream, it's Oreo, it's Oreo flavored. <laughs> right. So what is it? A cookies and cream flavored Oreo is like an Oreo flavored Oreo, Oreo that's not regular, though. That's very weird and apparently not very good, according to people. Hmm. All right. Uh, I will start. I saw this. It's like bubblegum flavored bubblegum. I, I saw this story uh, from the big lead and on Twitter yesterday. It's bad enough out there when you're you're tweeting vicious insults at professional athletes. Just tweeting. It's bad enough. It's even worse when you do it for college or even high school players, you know, that, that are just getting started. But for someone to actually take the time to send a letter to one of his favorite team's players that is written like this is absolutely nuts. Now, Indiana All-American uh, big man Trace Jackson Davis posted to Twitter yesterday a photo of a piece of mail he received. It was a um, a scribbled note, essentially, from a fan named Tim Weaver. He signed his name. It's written on, like, pinkish-red paper, scrawled in chicken scratch, with just a few thoughts on the Hoosiers basketball team. Oh, and I can't believe, I'm going to read this to you, the whole thing, at least as much as I can. It's hard to make out some of the handwriting. Just so you know that there are people out there like this. Tim writes, I know they'll never give this to you, which is illegal, but I'm writing it anyway. My favorite player of all time is Calbert, I guess Calbert Cheney. Not because he scored a lot, but because he was an awesome leader, underlined. You, on the other hand, are a... Horrible leader. <laughs> horrible underline. Okay. Players got in trouble all the time, which means they didn't respect you or Woody. Uh, that's their coach, what Mike Woodson, who also sucks, underlined, as a leader. I hated that guys cried to the refs after bad calls instead of keeping head in the game way too much celebrating after dunks, threes, instead of getting back on D. The team has been soft for years, but this may be the softest team yet. Far worse, you guys don't even seem like you care anymore. So tired of the team starting completely flat, and fan after fan after fan says the look on the players' faces is they'd rather be anywhere else than playing. I'd rather watch a bunch of walk-ons getting their butts kicked than the guys playing with zero passion. I was probably the only person who didn't want something back because he also sucks as a leader. Hope you two find some pride and be... Something leaders. Otherwise, we'll end up eighth in the Big Ten again. You're all gutless. <laughs> Somethings who keep getting humiliated. Oh Take your NIL money and reimburse those who went to Kansas garbage. Signed, Tim Weaver. He actually wrote that and sent that to a college kid. Good God. In the mail with a stamp. Some 19-year-old kid in his dorm room gets that letter. That's in, that is nuts. There are there are insane sports fans out there that have to be stopped. You can't you cannot do that. Yeah, let's be better than that. My yeah, God, that's don't do this. I uh, will keep it in college basketball. I saw this yesterday. I didn't even know it was possible, but <laughs> Texas A and M was losing to Florida before the game even started. Hmm. Florida started with a, a bad start. Talk about a, not having your heads in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Florida started with a one nothing lead before the opening tip-off, and that was because Texas A&M was handed a 
technical foul because, because they arrived at the stadium, they did their warm-ups, their shoot-around, their layup drills, all that, like they normally do. And when uh, Texas A&M ran off the court to go back into the locker room to change into their uniforms for the opening tip, they realized that the team managers left the game jerseys at the hotel. <laughs> Oops. They sped like crazy to go back to the hotel and grab them, but the referees still hit the Aggies with a delay of game penalty, which is an administrative technical foul, and the game was postponed for a few minutes. So Florida made their one free throw to take a one nothing lead before opening tip-off. It, it was, I mean... But I don't know. Whatever happened to shirts and skins? <laughs> it's right. just so easy. Just get out there and play like, some basketball. Neither coach had ever experienced that. It said they even knew that that was a possibility before last night. I've seen now. I remember. I remember some scenarios where they brought the wrong jersey. Like, oh, I thought we were supposed to be in white, and like both teams right. had white, like, or they the both had their home colors jerseys or so something. They had to go and swap them out because there was some miscommunication. Now, but just forgetting jerseys entirely. I mean. I don't want, I mean, again, these are the team managers are generally college students, so I don't want to get all Nate Weaver or whatever his name is, Tim <laughs> Weaver on them, but that's kind of the, you got one job, dude. <laughs> You're supposed to bring the uniforms. After that, it's all gravy. But you got to make sure you bring the uniforms to the game if you're going to be a team manager. Yeah, the Aggies went on to win the game still. Um, that one point didn't cost them the victory. Buzz Williams got his 500th win. Uh, or no, a victory in his 500th game as their head coach. And he, he said after the game, I forgot the jerseys in my hotel room. That's probably the right way to say it because I used to be a manager. If that would have happened. My head coach would have stuck up for me. You don't want the jerseys to get wrinkled, so they hang up in my room, and I just forgot to put them on the bus. So that was that's a cool move, actually, right. yeah, by the enough. coach. Whether so. that's true or not, I don't, I don't think know. It I doubt it. But that, take one for the team, and they got the win anyway. That's pretty good. All right, finally, a little do do this on a Thursday. DD Mega Doo Doo. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call out Michaela Schifrin. Remember American skiing star Michaela Schifrin and what a miserable Winter Olympic she had. It was about a was about a year ago. Yeah. They did the Winter Olympics. Yeah. She was favored to win so many medals, golds, and didn't win a single medal in the Olympics last year. And unfortunately, because it's skiing, we don't pay attention when it's not the Winter Olympics. We'll forget about it for four years, but she remains one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. And yesterday, uh, she picked up right where she left off last year, dominating in the slalom for her fifth consecutive victory and 81st career World Cup win. And that puts her just one short of the all-time women's record held by her former teammate, Lindsey Vaughn. So it's expected that at some point as this season goes on, She's going to grab a couple of more victories and will become the women's skiing all-time race champion and probably won't the the love or attention because it's not coming in the Olympics and we've all forgotten about skiing for three more years until it comes around again. But she had a really bad Olympics. Doesn't mean she's not one of the greatest, if not the greatest skier of all times, and she is having one of the best runs right now of her career, absolutely dominating on the World Cup circuit uh, as they run through Europe right now and uh, winning and winning and winning and winning. Right now, I think she won in St. Moritz. They go to some nice ski resorts, it looks like, in in Europe for this. Starting to plan second vacation already? 
thinking about it. I'm not much of a skier, I'll say that. I'm more of a sit in the lodge and <laughs> drink some hot cocoa type guy when it comes to winter activities. Uh, just because we can, I wanted to give um, Do do This Round 2. Wow. Saw this just a few minutes ago. Kair Elam uh, plays for the Buffalo Bills. He tweeted out it just about 10 minutes ago. Our boy is doing better. Awake and showing more signs of improvement. Awake. Thank you, God. Keep the prayers coming, please. All love, three. Wow, yeah, Buffalo Bills just tweeting out, yeah, the DeMar showing remarkable improvement over the past oh, that's great. 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal, and he is making steady progress. That is absolutely fantastic news wow. this morning. And that is don't and do do this for a Thursday. That is was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. So we got into an interesting Padres discussion at the end of the show yesterday. Padres have four superstar players, and I asked Woods and Paul, and then we sent a tweet out with a poll. If you could just pick one of them, guarantee that they would have an MVP-type season. Austin Nola. No. Drew Pomeranz. (laughs) We're talking about Manny Machado. Juan Soto, Hernando Tetis Jr., and Xander Bogarts. Which one of the four would you say, I want that to be our MVP, and then I'll take my chances with whatever the other three do? And I made my pick, but you do not agree with it. We'll go through some of the selections, how the poll results have come in so far. You can still vote on it, by the way, at our Ben Woods Twitter page. And I believe Sam Levitt's in the building and will be joining us as well for the duration of of the program. Woodsy out, getting his colonoscopy in about 30 minutes. Wish him well, and we'll be back with more Ben and Woods after this on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. It's We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
It's funny. I take a little bit of pride in coming up with a poll I know you do. on Twitter that not only I like it when it gets a lot of votes, and we got over 4,000 votes in the poll we put up yesterday at the end of the show, but I love when you can split the vote up a little bit. You can put up a poll that gets in 97% one way. It doesn't tell you anything. But I feel like this is instructive in the question we asked yesterday. It was, if you could pick one of the Padres superstars to have a guaranteed MVP season in 2023, take your chances with the other three, who would it be? And the choices were Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, and Xander Bogarts. We will discuss the results as they continue to come in here. Two hours left to get your vote in at our Ben and Woods Twitter page. Uh, and we will have Sammy Levitt, I believe, coming in to join us at some point as well. First, though, this hour of Ben and Woods is brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. And we'll get to our poll talk right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Our guests on Meadow Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet Find New Roads. Woodsy out getting his colonoscopy this morning. Paul Rindle, Ben Higgins, Sam Levitt bumping around the building should be coming in shortly. Now, if you want to do more than just click on a poll option, you can also join us. We'll open up the phone lines here. Uh, we can do that when Woods is out. 833-288-0973. Not that we can't do it. We <laughs> occasionally do it when he's here. We haven't done it yet. I, I think it's, yeah, we haven't. We actually haven't taken a phone call other than like a take on Woods, a real or fake game right. this year. It's not on purpose. We just, we talk amongst each other. When there's three of us, we end up saying and filling up most of the time, and we just don't have a lot of time left over for phone calls, but... Today, if you want to join us, you can. And the topic right now, again, is if you could pick one of the Padres superstars to have a guaranteed MVP season in 2023 and take your chances with the other three, who would it be? I laid out my case at the end of the show yesterday for Xander Bogarts, and I had a couple of reasons for it. First of all, I'm a, I am love, I love the signing. I love Xander, but I'm a little nervous about the adjustment factor of coming over to a new league, facing different pitchers, a new ballpark that, let's be honest, Fenway Park and Petco Park are very different ballparks in terms of, you know, what what works and what doesn't. I think Xander Bogarts, I mean, hits the ball hard. You know, he should have success wherever he goes, but I'm thinking there could be an adjustment factor in the first year. And in terms of the ceiling of those four players, not that anyone has a lower ceiling, but you know, for superstar wise, Xander Bogarts might be maybe a tick lower than a Tatis or a Soto, which means if he had an MVP season and you got those other three guys just doing, you know, moderately well, that would be phenomenal, I would say. I mean, that would be outstanding for the San Diego Padres. Yet you all didn't agree with me with uh two thousand or four thousand two hundred and seventy six votes. Xander's dead last in our poll right like, now, Paul. By a long shot. Not, just 9.3% of the vote. Any any reason why you think that is? Um, Not really, because I, I agreed with you. For a slightly different reason, my reasoning was if you had to rank all four players, 1A, 1B, 1C, and 1D, because they're all amazing. It's not a slight on any of them. 
I would have Xander ranked fourth of those four as far as overall talent, overall ability, and overall ceiling. And so my logic was if you could guarantee me that the fourth best player out of those four would have the best season out of those four and have an MVP caliber season, you take your chances with Soto, Machado, and Tatis, who, as long as they're out there, should give you an MVP caliber season. I think that that is the that's how you optimize all four of their productions. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. got almost half the votes, and I can't argue with that. I mean, if I had two choices, like it was you know one A one B kind of a thing, I, I can absolutely see the argument. I think most people were saying for that were arguing for Tatis was it's guaranteeing that he'll be there all year long. You know, after April 20th or whatever. And, and, and Tatis was my close second choice as well. He's getting 45.9%, which is uh, uh, quite ahead of the other three, even though it's not even a majority of the voters. And he tweeted in, Tatis Jr. for me, Tatis having an MVP type of season means he's healthy. He's in good spirits, playing the outfield, all while missing the first 20 games. I believe Manny and Soto will be Manny and Soto. X would be the other person I vote for. I, I kind of agree with that. Um, Padre fan Dan says people are not voting wisely here. If you get to pick the player to have an MVP year, you got to take the least likely player to max his performance. That's where think, I was coming from. I think yeah. he goes with Xander Bogarts on, on that category. The other uh, second choice was Manny Machado at twenty six point six percent. He's coming off top three MVP voting in what two, two of, of the, the last three. three years already. We know he can do it. We know he's probably going to be somewhere I up there anyway. Second. I, I, I don't either. I mean, my voting, if I had to rank them, would have been Xander, Tatis, Soto, Machado. I, I thought my best other case was for Juan Soto. Yeah. Simply, if he had like the best season of his career, knowing what he can potentially do, what are we talking about? Hitting 400, an on-base percentage over 550 home runs. I mean, the sky isn't even the limit, I think, for Juan Soto. So young, so gifted offensively. And, you know, he's an MVP. Maybe he has a, a nice little bounce back season defensively, goes into to left field, likes it out there, is playing, you know, a little bit better on, on the defensive side of the ball, too. So many good things could come out of a Juan Soto MVP season that that was like the third most intriguing choice for me. Yeah, I, I think um, it's kind of a coin flip between Soto and Tatis on like just like what their absolute best season could look like because I think Tatis could also put up a similar type season. I don't know if he would hit 400, but he would steal 50 bags. Like he, I mean, he's hitting. That means he's hitting 300 probably. 50, 50, 50 home runs, 50 stolen bases. Like I don't know. Like the idea of what Tatis's absolute best like highest ceiling type season is is terrifying for the rest of the league yeah the idea that he could do it in 135 to 140 <laughs> games as well right. i didn't even consider that but that is i think that's a strong argument as well so um, manny was at 26.6 percent juan soto at 18.2 percent in our vote what do you think let's go out to the phone lines 833-288-0973 we've got our friend alfredo south of the border joining us good morning alfredo Welcome to Ben and Woods, Ben and Paul this morning Good on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys today? Good. Doing well, buddy. Good, good. Um, I I would have to think that also would be either Tatis or Soto. I mean, Machado does the MVP thing almost year in, year out, and had he not had that, that injury, that ankle injury, and he would have finished 
probably could have won it. So I'm, I, I have to say Tatis because he, he has to come back like super strong. He was at one point potentially the face of baseball. So I mean, like if he has to come back and, and prove it again to himself and to everyone around, I mean, like that he can do it. And, and like what you guys were saying, I mean, like I think he could be. It's not a 40-40 guy, a 50-50 guy with a 300 uh, batting average. And, and Soto, I mean, Jesus Christ, I mean, like that guy, that guy could bat 400 just because of his OPS. So I don't know. I mean, like it, it, it's monstrous. I mean, like if, if either of those two come close, I mean, and, and Manny comes in, like again, putting up the way that he does year in, year out, that can only make X even better. I mean, like it's a, without having to put up MVP type season. Alfredo, appreciate it. Thank you for the phone call. 833-288-0973. One of the great points, if anyone's having an MVP type season, it means they're healthy. And yep. and really that's the one, that's the only thing that really derails any of these four guys. They, they've all been remarkably consistent performers. It Juan Soto had a down like the first down month of his career when after he was traded to the Padres and still not that bad. I mean, he still walked a ton. He's still a threat. Give you a base. Good yeah, at bat. He's a threat. Tatis, you know, yeah, he's he's had the shoulder, he's had the wrist, he's had the suspension, he's missed time at COVID. But when he's been on the field, he rarely goes more than three days without doing something spectacular, whether it's on the base paths, at the plate, or in the field. He was a player, I mean, dude, that like twenty twenty one it's the first time I, I think since Barry Bonds where I almost like at times would just expect a home run and he would come up and hit one. He just doesn't slump. He really hasn't <laughs> his entire career. Manny, yeah, he, he, he probably had his worst month of the season last year coming back from the injury too fast, yet that might have been the most valuable thing he did all year. 100%. Is being on the field and posting for his teammates. So, yeah, Manny really never – Never drags the team down. And, and while we haven't gotten to see Xander Bogarts up close, everything I know about him, everything I've seen about him, tells me he's that day-in, day-out, consistent-type performer as well. This is amazing that the Padres have put together not only four players with massive potential, not you know they have huge ceilings, but the floors on all of those guys are so high that even the worst possible season from all four of those, even if... If they're reasonably healthy, the worst they can do is still pretty close to all star level for all of them. You just can't you just can't imagine a guy is just going to have a terrible season if he's out there playing every day. Any one of those four guys. Steven says, "I want my best player to play his absolute best." Doesn't diminish what the other guys do. But who is the best player? Is it Tatis? I think, is it he, Soto? I think he's talking about Tatis. It, I'm I mean, not positive. It's hard. Say. It's hard to <laughs> right. actually pick if you. It's right. not a foregone conclusion who the most talented guy on this team is anymore. I I lean toward Tatis, but I think so you can easily make the argument that it's Soto. Tatis does a little more on the base paths and in the field, perhaps, when he's at his best. So, you know, I might go in that direction, but it's not it's not like a slam dunk argument uh either way. Uh let's keep going out to the phone lines. I think this is Reed next up with Ben and Woods on ninety seven three the fan. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, so uh I just I feel like if if we're gonna have this conversation, we got to think about long term. 
So our best, if this is a two-horse race, it has to be between Tatis and X-Man because if either Manny or Soto have an MVP caliber season, they both are getting ready to be, it puts them on the free agent market. There's no way we're going to be able to keep them. I would never so say that it anymore. Would be better. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. All right, all right. I wouldn't say never. I hear but, you though. I hear you. You know. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very challenging when the money is being thrown at them, you know, from outside our our organization and if they're looking at, you know, this, you know, a four-horse race here, you know, I I don't know. I just I just think it has to be between the two guys that are locked up long term for us right now, between Tatis and X-Man and I would I would vote X-Man 100%. I think, um, Reed, that was brought up right at the end of the show yesterday. That is a very, very, maybe a cold and calculating way to look at it, but very valid in terms of ultimately overall. There's in so what many. You have to commit. Go with the guy who's already signed right. to be your MVP as opposed to the guy who's about to break the bank as a free agent or the guy who can opt out at the end of the season. I mean, there are so many different angles to this hypothetical. You can go selfishly like dude I, I you know we all love Manny Machado and it's like I am so sick of him finishing behind Nolan Arenado and everything like give him the damn and, MVP that he deserves and let's be honest if Manny Machado has a great season even if he finishes third in the MVP voting and doesn't win the MVP not like Dan Lozano is going to go well I, I know he's only third so right. we'll 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 slice 50 million dollars off right. what we're asking for if Soto finishes fifth in the MVP voting, Scott Boris is still going to ask for a half a billion dollars in a contract. It's not going to change a ton whether they get the MVP award or not at the end of the season. Those guys are going to have good years, and they're going to command massive salaries on the open market. And whether or not they can be signed is a decision that you know Peter Seidler and A.J. Preller are going to have to make. But there's no scenario in which... Yeah, Manny has a good but not great season and decides I'll just I'll just not opt out and I'll play for the next five years on the original deal. There's no scenario where Juan Soto, well, he only had a, a three eighty on base percentage. I'll sign a nice team friendly deal going forward, you know, at, at twenty million dollars a year. Never gonna happen, not gonna happen, it doesn't matter. So don't cheer against either of those guys having massive seasons. It's not going to change much either way. You want them to perform as good as they possibly can in a San Diego Padres uniform in 2023, and we'll worry about the financial consequences of that later, but you never want to cheer against your own guys having as massive of a season as possible. That's what you want. That's what they're out there for. It's good for them. It's good for you as a fan. Even Peter Seidler wants them to have the best season they can possibly have. The financial ramifications are not at the forefront of anyone's mind, at least at this point in February. I see, him love it. I see him sitting out there. He's ready to jump in in the next segment. We also have a Padres report, a little update, possibly MLB trade rumors. It says that the Padres have agreed this. with uh, some pitching depth, so we can dive into that as well. Uh, yes, a little bit of pitching depth. All right, we'll give you those details. Uh, when we come back, the second half of the show, I also I pulled last night some of the highlights of Tier One Padres fan Ryan Cohen's appearance. That was so much fun to watch him, on dude. Wheel of Fortune last <laughs> night, nationally syndicated. Pat Sajak, Vanna White, will let you know how Ryan Cohen did in his appearance on one of the longest running game shows in American 
history and how he represented Padres fandom fairly well. That's all coming up next. Hour number three of Ben and Woods continuing on a Thursday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 